You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, gobble, 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 turkey time. It's Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's thankful for you. Like two days ago. Was thankful for you (laughs) on Thanksgiving, which was two days ago. (laughs) I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm hungry. Uh, Well, there's plenty of leftovers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over with you. But first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out. cranky take it to the fridge it's specifically the leftovers yeah that's where the leftovers are at (laughs) yeah that's right make yourself a sandwich out of uh, some cold mashed potatoes and some turkey and uh yeah you just slap all that stuff on a on a roll shepherd's pie sandwich shepherd's pie sandwich is the best it's the best leftover thanksgiving meal it's about the best thing you can do with yeah you just kind of slap all that stuff together and oh man good stuff last year i made a ham nice See, nice. I am I am of the school of don't get me wrong, I don't I don't hate turkey, but I definitely think I'm more about a ham on Thanksgiving than a turkey. I, I agree. I'm not the biggest ham fan. Uh I turkey is fine. I mean, uh, turkey is something that I eat seldom enough that it is kind of a special thing on yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, I might get but, it once uh, or twice a I year. I still don't go nuts. I mean, for me it's all about the mashed potatoes and the deviled eggs. Oh, the deviled eggs. Oh, man, those deviled eggs. Oh, man. Yeah. I am so hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, then let's get through this quick so we can go get some food or something, get some leftovers. <laughs> All right. So uh, as of checking stuff out, I really haven't done much. I finished the DLC for Animal Crossing. Slight update to this. It is exactly what it is. It's a fun game, and I'm glad I am playing it. And there's plenty of it. It sounds there's, like it's a substantial amount of content. It just keeps going and going. Yep, it is fun. I'm now in the process of going through and making homes for all of the special characters, especially the ones that have not popped up in the game previously. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. I would, uh, again, highly recommend. When you make a home for yeah. like the, the special visitors, do they stop coming to your island? No. Oh, no, okay. they, they, they keep They keep popping up. It's, okay. a, it's a vacation home. It's a vacation home, so technically, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, Celeste and all mm-hmm. them no, still they'll keep show popping up. up. Oh, okay. yeah, for okay. sure. I didn't know yeah. how that worked. It's basically a digital dollhouse that you get to <laughs> design. But it's it's creative enough to kind of get that kind of... I mean, isn't that just kind of... It scratches animal, that itch in the back of your head. Yeah. Get, isn't this kind of Animal Crossing as its core is it a is digital a dollhouse? Bit. It is a little bit. It, it's like The Sims if nothing bad ever happened. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. Getting attacked by like a tarantula or a scorpion or bees. Terrifying. Yeah. yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. But it also doesn't punish you in any way. It just kind of puts you back somewhere at your it's house. At your house. Yeah. But that's it. That's all I've done. You know, Thanksgiving week. It's it's busy times. Yeah. So <laughs> I've put plenty of time in those in the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas remaster. Oh, fun. Okay. It's something that's for sure <laughs> i mean it plays fine it plays like grand theft auto mm-hmm. or at least old grand like theft auto. Old, yeah like old grand theft auto so like it's not like it's not fun okay but boy did they not put a lot of effort into it 
Well, well like that's the, for sure. Yeah, it's what is it? The AI um, assisted like upresing of things. Yeah, pretty much broke like a lot of the visual gags. I guess something like that. Yeah, because a lot of things are just like misspelled because uh-huh. it was the computer guessing what the words were when it was upscaling the textures. I heard it's either that or they farmed it at, farmed out the textures to a third party studio whose English wasn't their first language. Uh, I would believe a mixture of the two, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of a problem. Yeah. <laughs> that- well, I mean, half the fun was just walking around and seeing all the dumb... Aside from listening to the, the fake radio, the just the, the stupid names on signs or billboards or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sixth grade level double humor. entendres and yeah. humor. <laughs> How are the faces of the NPC characters? I've heard some of them can be re- pretty nightmarish. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah. I mean... It's it's really just the time. Mm-hmm. Like the the character animations are not good, but they weren't then either. Ah, gotcha. They don't hold up because the voice acting is excellent, and the performances of the voice acting really clash with the like <laughs> thunder. How, yeah, how bad things look. The Thunderbirds puppets. <laughs> <laughs> that is basically what the animation is. Uh, and the rain is surprisingly opaque. Okay, sure. So every time it rains, you can hardly see. And I found an invisible bridge in the countryside. Oh, huh. cool. Yeah, you just can't see it. You can walk on it. Oh, nice. So you're just like floating in the air. Cool. But you sure can't see it. <laughs> That's weird. So like the company that literally made a billion dollars in a day when Grand Theft Auto Five came out Mm-hmm. decided they didn't want to spend any money at all. Just as cheaply yeah. as possible. I mean, they've been doing the Bethesda route and re-releasing Grand Theft Auto V a hundred times. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But they, they have infinite money. They could have like treated these games like they deserve to be treated because they are kind of like iconic. important. Yeah, iconic. Why would they do that when they knew people were going to buy it anyway? That's true. And they it's, had to have it out before Black Friday. Yeah, it's almost like that that quote from Space Ghost Coast to Coast. If you don't like it, change the channel. You'll be back. <laughs> it's true. I think yeah. the only one I was really super excited about was Vice City. But also, it's because I like Vice City. It's all I, that neon 80s, you know, BS. And I love that crap. I yeah. read an article today that says that one looks really good. Like, hmm. they did a good job with the the look of that one, I guess. Huh. I don't know. I can't play that. Well, actually, I probably could because I think it's a freebie on PlayStation. Mm. Nice. I've been playing San Andreas because it's on Game Pass and I didn't have to buy. There was no way I was going to. Wait, 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 wait. I thought these were like bundled as a set. What do you they mean are. you don't have one versus the other? Well, the freebie, the Game Pass one is just San Andreas. Oh, what? And I think the PlayStation Plus one is just Vice City. But if you buy this these games yourself, your only choice is to spend sixty dollars to get all three of that's them. That's insane. Which that's, is way too much. That's yeah. dumb. Yeah. Not even the not even the crash and the spyro ones were that much. Yeah. And those were like straight up built from the ground yeah, remastered. And they did a good job. Those games are gorgeous. Right? That's dumb. Oh, that makes me mad. Yeah. That makes me that puts me completely off of wanting to like buy that. It should be like thirty bucks at the most. Yeah. For games that are older than probably a lot of our fans. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I remember like working back at like Babbage's back in the day and I had this stupid Vice City pre order shirt. Oh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. It was like sky blue with like this 
Miami Vice S tech or like mm-hmm. text that said Vice City across yep, the chest. Yep. Oh, Babbage's. Right? <laughs> yep. Class. Old. Yes. The GameStop before GameStop. Yeah. Good times. I like the gangster rap setting for San Andreas. I mean, don't get me wrong. Plus, Samuel Jackson's a crooked cop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it was a good game. It was like like their first really really big one. Yeah, it's so in depth. There's so many stats you can like. Also, I think that was the first and... Grand Theft Auto that had like you know DLC. Did it? Yeah, because you had like the motorcycle club stuff, and that was four. Was that four? Yeah, that was four. Oh, which is also a good one. That one that probably has my favorite storyline. Is that the one with the with the Russian guy? Yeah, cousin, let's go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, which cause after that story, that's why I was so disappointed with five, because its story is not as good. I mean, the story in five is OK. It, it's this kind of everywhere. Yeah. Mm. But you also you play three different protagonists, quote unquote, even though Trevor's straight up a meth villain. <laughs> a- anti-hero? <laughs> I wouldn't even call him an anti-hero. No. He's the worst. I know these are different companies, but has the genre of Grand Theft Auto pretty much been taken over by the Yakuza series at this point because they're, they're very I mean and I don't mean like Yakuza like a dragon because that's like a, more like an RPG but like the actual like old the uh, no, I don't know. They're, no they're really different yeah they y- are Yakuza okay. plays a lot different yeah. really okay because I guess I I'm looking at this as a complete outsider and I just see Two op- cityscape open world games where a guy runs around and punches stuff. <laughs> I mean, and does if you want to get into, into other, like other wacky s- similar extra. games to like Grand Theft Auto, you'd have like you know your Saints Row series. Oh yeah, um, Saints Row. I you guess. had you had um, True Crime. Oh, oh man, True, of LA. True Crime Streets of L.A. That was that was a blast. <laughs> uh, Sleeping Dogs, mm-hmm. the Hong Kong one. I've heard that's really good. And I've it never was played it. like I played a little bit of it way back in the day. It was it was pretty good. Um, okay, Yakuza. well then is then is Yakuza more like Shenmu then? Yes, 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 okay. yes. exactly. Yakuza is the promise that Shenmu couldn't fulfill. Uh, yeah, fill. yeah. Man, Shenmu was such a good game back in the day. I loved that game. Yakuza is even better. Man, what, I, all of them are good. Was Shenmu good or was it just so revolutionary Different at the time? At the time. If you one. were if you were to go <laughs> back and try to play. Shenmue now. Shenmue is an op- is a is a semi open world game where you basically wander around eighties Japanese town. Eighties, yeah. It's a it's a rough play. I yeah. I downloaded. They did like that re that cheap remaster that wasn't, oh yeah wasn't so much a remaster mm-hmm. as a like you can play it on your PlayStation Four now if you want. <laughs> and I didn't last five minutes. I mean, I remember being really invested in the Shenmue story like when I was younger, to the point where I bought a a European copy of Shenmue 2 because oh, it was nice. like because it was the last one released on the Dreamcast. Yeah. And I, and I had a special disc to allow me to play imported games on my Dreamcast. Nice. Um and I played through it and I loved it and I wanted more and then we never got it because you Suzuki promised us seven games and it never happened. And he then, promised twelve. I originally I it was seven. It's really seven. Well yeah. he he increased it to twelve and then came back and made Shenmue 3, which I've heard is not good. Yeah, that that just kind of came and went like a like I remember fart when, in the wind. Like I remember <laughs> when it was kickstarted, and I was like, oh, neat. And then never thought about it again. Well, it was kickstarted, 
and then Epic Studios gave them a bunch of money to make it an Epic exclusive. And then people got real mad. Real mad because well, because they kickstarted it for Steam. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, to be fair, that does kind that, of suck. That sucks. And then the game came out, and apparently they gave him a stamina bar where you have to eat constantly during the day, or you'll get too tired to do your kung fu. And also, uh, they took out all of the f- uh, good fighting mechanics, the uh, the virtual fighter fighting mechanics. They basically tell you, just hit one of the face buttons, and something will happen. Oh, Wow. Oh, that's terrible! Because like yeah. in the old Shenmue games, you had to actually like do inputs to do these moves. There are no more inputs, from what I understand. Ugh. I watched a video on it. Man, why didn't um, he just make a Telltale game? <laughs> it should have been. I mean, the story-wise itself kind of seems like a Telltale. Yeah, and then they like throw in you like you know those quick time events and whatnot. Oh, I guess I'll never avenge my father. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry it worked out that way. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it, it, Shenmue Three ends exactly the same way as Shenmue Two as well. He gets on, on a boat. huge cliffhanger. Uh, yeah, he gets in a fight with Londi. Londi basically be- beats him within an inch of his life, and then Londi disappears. Isn't there like a weird like? I remember like when I did beat Shenmue Two back way back. There was like a pseudo weird supernatural element to things yeah that's gone like you find like a magic sword or something in china no londi just gets on a helicopter and flies away <laughs> in shenmue 3 uh. he's like you haven't trained enough i feel like that it's was... been 30 years and you haven't trained enough i thought that was i thought that was the ending of shenmue 2 it's the ending of shenmue 3 as well oh it is i guess the story is almost exactly the same oh no. And the um, progression involves you getting a whole lot of money to buy quest specific items, but there's no way to get a whole lot of money unless you spend all of your time gambling in randomly generated uh, it's gambling. Like, it's like Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It artificially See, uh, inflates the uh, the playtime by I, saying, well, shoot, I have to get five hundred thousand yen a lot of blackjack now and, and now so that was a mechanic in shenmue 2 i hated was all the gambling in the street and like the street gambling i guess it's 95 percent of this new oh, one at least in shenmue 1 you had like the fun forklift job you, and did, you didn't know you were getting casino kid yeah <laughs> <laughs> so ah uh... <laughs> and yuzuzuki says he wants to do a shenmue 4 and man people aren't gonna come running with their wallets this time yeah, I definitely feel like the last Kickstarter for like Shinmu was more like a nostalgia rip. Yeah, because like Shinmu Two came out on the original Xbox. It's a mighty number nine, is what it is. Yes. That breaks my heart. Like right there. Yeah. Like anytime I you think of like a bad Kickstarter of like you know with rose tinted glasses, it's mighty number nine. Well, their biggest thing is they overpromised because they had never done a Kickstarter. They, and they they wanted to release the game on every console every under con- the sun. They over they overextended, they overpromised, and they didn't realize that when you get seven million dollars on Kickstarter, you don't actually get seven million dollars on Kickstarter. So they based all of what they wanted to do off of the total amount and not their cut of factoring in Kickstarter's like fees and stuff yeah. fees and like 25% cut I mean, or something like that and then you Kickstarter has to make their cut and then you have to make your rewards and things get pushed back and then it also I, I'm not trying to you know get they screwed up it's a bad game yeah. but they also uh, it was bad luck that they released the game when they did because they were it was right at 
the cusp of a console generation change. Yeah. So then they had to was like, well, we got to put it on the newest one as well. So they ended up having like 12 SKUs or something like that. I don't think the 3DS version ever. No, it never ever, came, ever out. came out. The 3DS and uh, PSP version never. And they never saw the light said, no, it's not. It just never. It just they just stopped talking about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my number nine. There's always Bloodstained. That one went good. Bloodstained went okay. It's yeah. a great game, actually. Yeah. The spiritual successor to, to Castlevania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It turned out really good. Yeah. Versus it, Mighty Number no. 9, which was supposed yeah. to be like Mega Man, but doesn't play like Mega Man at all. <laughs> Bloodstained took a long time to yeah. get there. And then this one wasn't Kickstarted, but uh, uh, Balan Wonderworld, which was the <laughs> spiritual successor to uh, uh, Nights. Nights, Nights into Dreams by the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that was a thing. That was him. And that game, I guess, is a uh, uh, cold booger on a paper plate. Yeah. <laughs> I guess heard, it's real bad. I've heard nothing good about yeah. it. Oh. Well, all, I guess all of the face buttons do the same action. Yeah. It's made for tiny baby children, which is not the core audience of that game, because these are people that played Knights and Sonic like, Adventure like, 20 years ago. Like on the Sega Saturn. Yeah. It's basically, the concept is basically Mario Odyssey, but for baby children. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have a whole bunch of different outfits your character can change into to get one specific skill. Yeah. Huh. But some suits don't allow you to attack and some don't allow you to jump. In a 3D platformer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's deeply flawed. Mm-hmm. The character designs are all really good, though. They're good. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> Wasn't Knight's like, big mechanic like flying around and collecting rings? Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought. And That's what I remember. And there is a hidden costume that will give you that power to do that but it's not until you beat the game oh because knights is a pretty rad game yeah that's what i hear yeah i mean i remember it was a big selling point on the saturn back- I, I have it for my saturn <laughs> <laughs> i remember way back in the day like i had like the dilemma of either getting a sega saturn or a playstation, PlayStation. i got a playstation yeah playstation yeah. was the right choice that's the on yeah, that one yep I did. I didn't get my Saturn until way late. I got one off eBay like four or five years ago. <laughs> my copy of Knights is a loose CD-ROM. Oh, nice! That I got off eBay. Nice, nice. <laughs> I remember, like, I I think one of the, the things that like got me is like either wanted to play Knights and Magic, the Magic Knight Ray Earth RPG. Oh, sure, yeah. Or I wanted to play like you know, Tomb Raider and all those games yeah. on PlayStation. Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was a big sell for me for some reason with the PlayStation when I'm a kid. I'm like, oh, that's cool, and it's scary, and it's for adults, and I'm a big boy now, so I <laughs> should get that one. And yet, I mostly played like dumb platformers like Gex. Yes. Oh, Spyro. God, uh, uh, yep. Where, where's our where's our where's our Gex remix? Oh, <laughs> gritty Gex reboot. Does somebody get um? Oh, I forget the comedian's name now. I'm sure he'd do it. Dana Gould. Dana Gould, yep. He'd probably do it. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Captain Blasto? I do remember yeah. Captain with Blasto. Phil, with, Fe- with Phil Hartman. They were going to yep. do a sequel. And then, you know, and then, and then yeah. all that tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty decent game. It definitely shows its age, but I, oh, I yeah. have played it yeah. not too long ago. Because that's what I do with my expensive laptop, is I play old video games <laughs> on it. <laughs> when was the last time I really knew game came out in the current generations most anything is a sequel to a long-running series or a or remaster a or a spiritual successor or, kind of or thing. cyberpunk 2077 or cyber, yeah cyberpunk <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i did play to completion oh you did 
Oh, that's good. And I actually, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I wish that they could make DLC for it. Yeah. Why can't they make DLC for it? Because they have to fix every perceived slight in the game because people are so mad that it's not the magical... It's like people don't remember when The Witcher 3 came yeah. out and it was a buggy mess. Well, it, it, it's not Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And people thought it was going to be... Future Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, but it's not. It's more like The Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> Which The Witcher is fine. Yeah. Not every not every cityscape game has to be Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. They're like, well, how come the car the police don't have complicated AIs? Like, well, because they don't need it. Yeah. Like it's the way it works is fine. You're not meant to go on Grand Theft Auto rampages. It's not what the game is about. <laughs> <sighs> That's dumb. Like if you yep. just go in there and enjoy the story and enjoy the the vibes. Mm-hmm. The cyberpunk setting, which I love, like you'll see, I was gonna a, say you're kind of a mark for the cyberpunk yeah. vibes. Anyway, you'll have a good time. Yeah. I mean, the story and the stuff with with uh, Johnny Silverhand is cool. Yeah, I mean Keanu can't beat that. Yeah, yeah. So before we hit the break, um, off mic, you mentioned that you watched the first couple episodes of Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Do you want to talk about? Yeah, Cowboy let's Bebop? talk about Cowboy. Josh, did you watch Cowboy Bebop yet? No. Oh. Okay, well, so I. I have seen two polarizing opinions on Facebook. Either somebody loves it or somebody hates it. There's nothing in between. Well, I I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. It's not Cowboy Bebop, for one. Like, they totally missed the mark on the feeling of the anime, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the writing, like the dialogue, I guess I don't want to say the writing is bad. It's the dialogue that is bad. Okay. The dialogue is just abysmal. Is and it like the delivery from the actor's standpoint, or is it just like... It's the writing. It's a mm. hundred... The actors, everybody in it is is pretty good, honestly. They're delivering those bad lines to the best of their ability. <laughs> but every time it tries to be funny, it misses so hard. It tries to do the, the Joss Whedon-y, like... That's kind of Qu- what it's afraid yeah, of. Yeah, quippy action. And I was like, for one, that's not really what the original show was. Yeah. Uh, and two, they're doing a bad job at it. <laughs> so, okay. So try to, I know it's difficult, but try to separate this completely from the original and just look at it as its own thing. How, like, objectively, how, how what do you think? Objectively, divorce from the original anime which why'd they call it cowboy bebop if they weren't gonna make cowboy bebop that's a different conversation sure sure divorced from the original anime it is a perfectly middle of the road average to sub-average space western okay it's good for netflix Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the fights are good the soundtrack is excellent because it's the same person that the same lady that did the other soundtrack Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the the interplay between Jet and Spike is good. It it's just not it's just not right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I heard, I heard Vicious is this bad. He he has this is weird, but he has like Lord Farquaad from <laughs> Shrek vibes. <laughs> like he okay. just kind of looks like a white haired Lord Farquaad. <laughs> I've heard all the white wigs are bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Danielle Pineda is okay. okay. Her hair's fine. Yeah. But Vicious is as bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw like a still and I was like, he was making some weird face or something and he had a gun and I was like, 
I don't think Vicious ever had a gun. At least not in the original. There, there's so much more like violence and fighting than there was. Oh. I well, heard... they had to do something to pad out the runtime yeah. because each episode's almost an hour long. Ooh. And they, they kind of do a running story the whole time instead, instead of, of being kind of episodic. Yeah. And well, that's what that's what the mainstream audience is going to be looking for is an overarching storyline. Yeah. And the one anime that bucks that trend a little bit is the one they pick. Is the one they pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of the, the carrying over story doesn't happen until way late game in the uh, in Cowboy Bebop the anime. Yeah. There's like mm-hmm. little bits and pieces as you go. Yeah. Like Spike has a flashback or he meets somebody from his past. That, that. I mean, I, the one thing I did see from the show that I did like that they changed from the anime was the fact that Spike's name is an alias versus his old like syndicate name mm. or whatever. Because. The fact that he was part of like the Asian syndicate or the Chinese syndicate on Mars or whatever. So, yeah, I, I haven't watched this show yet, so I don't have much of an opinion. Uh, I've never watched. I am going to watch at least an episode or two of the live action uh, Cowboy Bebop. I have never seen the original. I'll be interested uh, to know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be it. I'm 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 just curious, having never outside of seeing a couple of still images and hearing and knowing the, the main theme song from the, from the show, because I mean, you can't get away from that. We should do a podcast where you watch one, like you watch the live action, an episode, you watch the anime, an episode, you watch the live action. An oh episode. yeah. Special. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Of, of cowboy bebop. Okay. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Um, but we yeah, call it cowboy recap. That's actually a really good name. <laughs> That's a good name for a show. I like it. TM, TM, TM. Do not, you know. <laughs> Netboy <Net> Bop Flicks. <laughs> that just sounds like the, that just sounds like the, the weird language from the junk Transformers from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Idle. Yeah. But like, I, I don't want to say it's absolute trash because it's not. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched three episodes and I wasn't miserable. Like... Yeah. I, I've heard they don't handle the iconic moments that well. Oh, no. They're very ham-fisted. Like, oh, and I didn't mention Faye is a completely different person. She she is more like action lady, girl space girl boss, whereas original Faye is like a sly trickster. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, that was like her whole thing. Like, that was her whole thing in the original show. It was like, yeah, she could like fight and stuff like that and use guns and whatnot, but she was more like a scammer like a grifter kind of character she's fujiko from lupon yeah. right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah she, now she's just like a tough space girl boss that fights everybody and is tough yeah huh which i, I always thought Faye has like a, a little there's a little bit of insecurity in her character too mm. but but that's not present but it's here. not present here yeah i ah, gotcha All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. When we get back, we'll talk about some news. Hello, I'm Ben Vaughn, the host of The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn. Heard every Saturday night at 8 p.m. here on WZMO 104.7 FM. We span many decades, many styles, and many moods on my show. So tune in to The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn every Saturday night at 8 p.m. See you then. Hello, I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play here on WZMO. I just wanted to take a minute to assure our many fans and listeners that my staff and I take our jobs seriously here at WZMO. 
we will always strive to bring only the highest quality audio entertainment to you and yours. <laughs> ah, who am I kidding? We just grab whatever album's on top of the stack. Join us every Friday at 11 p.m. and Saturday at 3 p.m. for Long Play. Tune in to see what we've come up with this week. Catch us every weekend right here on WZMO. Hey, we're back. You just listened to a couple of ads for various shows on the network. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, let's go ahead and get into some of this news. It stinks. <laughs> uh, it might be a little preemptive uh, because of the first uh, bit of news we're going to talk about, but I'm kind of I'm trying to see the future of what this <laughs> Of what this is. Uh, so the first thing on our docket, uh, Peacock, the streaming network for um, uh, NBC, is going to be releasing a, a miniseries called Bel Air, which is a gritty modernization of the sitcom Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, when he gets in the fight. Uh, did he kill the guy? Is that why it's gritty? I bet so. <laughs> yeah, there's really not a whole lot of news uh, with this. They uh, Peacock really just had a teaser trailer, like a 10-second teaser trailer. Will Smith is executive producing this, and it is kind of his... It was kind of his thought to uh, do a gritty reboot. Uh, between his thought and also someone did a, um, a parody YouTube video of gritty... <laughs> So this is Power Slash Rangers. This is but... Power Slash Rangers, but they're actually making a series out of it, basically. And it had like Will Smith doing like a voiceover, like speak speaking the theme song to, but very dramatically, <laughs> right? Kind of. Yeah. Sort of. The only way this will work is if it's as tongue in cheek as it sounds. Yeah. I, I don't know if I want... <sighs> I don't think the world really needs a gritty reboot of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, okay, so what kind of stuff are they going to do? You mentioned Will is going to accidentally murder a guy in, in Philly, and that's why he has to go to Bel-Air, right? Or maybe he could, like, witness a crime and have to go into witness protection in Bel-Air. That could be. That could go. be another way. Uh, what other gritty stuff are they going to do? So... Uncle Phil was a was a um, judge, so I'm sure there's going to be but some kind of crime. Now he's a crooked judge. Now he's a crooked judge. Sure, sure. Uh, what are we going to do with Carlton? You got to think as Riverdale as possible. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, uh, which of the siblings? Which of the cousins uh, is is a uh, secret drug addict? I'm guessing Hillary. I don't know enough about Fresh Prince to participate. There was Hillary and Ashley and Carlton. And Carlton does the dance. Carlton does the dance. So Carlton is going to be like weirdly ostracized and super bullied in school or something. I Um, mean, wasn't he always? Well, yeah, but it was played (laughs) for laughs before. And now it's Mm. going to be super serious. And who's in a cult? Who's in a cult? Oh, Ashley. Okay. 100%. Oh, is is uh, Jeffrey going to be? Jeffrey the butler, Jeffrey Butler, the Jeff the butler. He's embezzling money. Is he embezzling money? Is he a secret crook? He is uh, gonna. He's has a conspiracy to to kill the whole family. Okay, sure, sure. I like it. What about Jazz? Or will they keep Jazz the same? Will they keep throwing him out of the door as like, oh, this is okay. This is the one thing we want to keep from the original show. But like he gets injured every time they throw him out the door. Yeah, he's homeless. He's ho- jazz is homeless. Yes, that's it. Yeah, 
This sounds depressing. Yeah, well, they said gritty reboot. Yeah, that, that that's goes true. with the territory. That is that is very true. I don't know. I feel like this might just fall on its face. I hope it's not more than like five episodes. Oh, I think it's going to full seat like full series. Oh no. And part of me wants to hate watch it, but part of me doesn't want to give them the extra numbers yeah. in order to inflate their numbers to get a second I mean, season. Don't get me wrong. I like Will Smith and you know I'm Oh, sure I love that, Will Smith. And I'm sure this is like gonna be like his baby. Sure. But at the same time I don't think we need a gritty reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Does anyone actually have Peacock? Not that yeah, I know of. I don't. I don't know anybody who has it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So no. then it's not going to do numbers. It might do numbers for Peacock, but it's not going to do like major. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. I can't think of anyone who's a, such a huge fan of the Bel Air franchise. <laughs> Listen, I love that show when it was on originally. I loved Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I caught an episode here and there. I never really sat down and watched I it. I never a lot. watched it. Oh, it was so good. Uh, I mean, some of the stories, it, it never went as far as like later seasons of uh, Family Matters. Like it didn't get wacky crazy, but the stories you were mean, always you mean, really You mean good. how the show eventually just kind of revolved around Became Urkel? Became the Urkel show? Yeah. Uh, no, this, uh, there, were, there was one, one of my favorite episodes. Will and Carlton go to uh, sneak off to a bar to play pool. Is this the one with the gun? No, this isn't the one with the gun, but they... Uh, they get hustled out of a whole lot of money. Oh, I remember this one. It's one, yeah. Okay. And they and they, you know, they have to go to to um, Uncle Phil and say, uh, "We lost a, just a whole bunch of money, and we're sorry." And uh, these guys are going to break our our kneecaps if we don't uh, if we don't pay them. And uh, instead of like getting the police involved, Uncle Phil goes down to the the pool hall. Um, is like, okay, so to clear the debts, uh, I'll play in a game. And, you know, they're thinking, OK, this is this, an older an older guy. You know, we're, we could take him. No problem. And as soon as they agree, he goes, Will, go get Lucille. No, the and butler, he, the butler, butler has, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, go get Lucille. No, and he brings he, his, he loses a bunch. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, he loses. I remember this. OK, he, lose, okay. he loses a bunch. Yeah. And he keeps betting. Uh huh. And then, like, he does the whole, you know. Hustle turn, <laughs> the hustle turn, and pulls out his <laughs> own pool his, stick, his, his pool stick, Lucille, and <laughs> and just runs the table. That's it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I remember that one. Yep, I remember the one where where Will gets shot. Yeah, there's one where Will gets shot, and then Carlton goes like full kind of like avenging friend or whatever, and yeah. gets a gun. Yeah, and it's like their gun PSA episode. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one where Will's dad shows up and it turns into that horrible heart-wrenching thing. That, that is the sad one that everyone remembers. Yeah. This has been Two Princes, the <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air recap podcast. I would do that show. <laughs> I would do that show. Well, I just named it. You guys can do no, it. we can do it. Two yeah. Princes. Yeah. Here's your, here's your crown, King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So moving on to some other stuff. Uh... You guys pick a topic. I pick the first one. Hey, so you know that Mario movie we talked about a while ago? Uh, yeah. There's been a little trickle of news. Apparently, <laughs> Chris Pratt is not going to do like an Italian voice for Mario, which fair enough, he should. Sure, that's he's, fair enough. He's not Italian and also that voice is a pretty bad stereotype. Sure. Um, but he's not going to do his regular voice. He's going to do a voice and we don't know what that is, 
but the people who are making the movie seem to think we're going to be impressed when we hear it. Okay. <sighs> Which, like, if you're making a Mario movie and he doesn't sound like Mario, then are you, is it Mario? If a Mario falls in the woods and it doesn't sound like Mario... Is it a him? Yeah. <laughs> I submit that it is not. I... So, I don't under... I guess I'm a little confused by this. So they went out of their way to stunt cast an actor who is not typically known for being a voice actor. I mean, to play the character, the few outings he's had in voice acting, he just sounds like he a sounds hyper, like, a hyper version of himself. He sounds like Chris Pratt. Yeah. So if they, if they cast someone to do the Mario voice and the actor is doing a voice that is not their own voice, why are you stunt casting the person? Why not get an get a someone who is a little more well versed in voice acting who can do a better job with it? Because vo- it is a common misconception that any old actor can just go- hop into the booth and do do their thing. You can always tell when an uh, a regular actor is doing a cartoon voice because it's just their voice, whereas a, a voice actor has a wide range it's a it's a skill set yes and no it depends on the voice actor well there are some voice actors that are it is like they're they're known for one voice yardley Yardley smith is known for lisa simpson because that is the one voice she does that is her voice that is her voice yeah steve bloom is steve bloom and everything yeah but there are i mean even with steve bloom there are variations of steve bloom john dimaggio is john dimaggio and everything but but there's very there's there are variations. You wouldn't mistake Jake the dog for Bender, right? But like I'm I'm thinking maybe okay. As much as I love uh, Tom Hanks and I love the the Toy Story movies, there is no mistaking that Woody the cowboy is Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's just a very excited Tom Hanks. And when they did the Polar Express, the three or four different roles that Tom Hanks voiced in that film, it's all Tom Hanks. Yeah. Like like Tara Strong, she can she does a lot of different characters, yeah, and they're not all obviously her. Like right, like Timmy from uh, Fairly Odd Parents is completely different than Twilight uh, Sparkle, Harley Quinn, yeah, Harley Quinn, Twilight sure. Sparkle. And I get okay, but getting back to the point I'm I, I'm trying to make here is if they're unless they want him to be a variation of Chris Pratt, why are they casting Chris Pratt? Why not get a voice because actor? Because he's so cool. Is he though? No, he's that's not. That's what Miyamoto said <laughs> during true. that reveal. That's right. He did say that he is so cool. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, the more like it seems like people talk about Chris Pratt. I mean, whatever Chris Pratt wants to do with his life and whatever, but he's definitely kind of become like a weird heel turn. Yeah, everybody was going nuts about that Instagram post he did oh, yeah. about his Oh, second his, wife yeah, yeah with his new kid yeah it was really yeah. weird and had some bad optics on it well it's not just that i mean he adopted the cat from Stuart little and then when the cat got old and incontinent instead of taking care of the cat he just went online and like hey who wants this cat and just gave it away yeah um <laughs> who wants this problem because i don't yeah <laughs> also i didn't realize he married uh schwarzenegger's daughter oh yeah he's uh yeah I didn't realize. Which, which makes him tangentially re- um, related to the Kennedys. The Shrivers. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. Yep. Are, 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 are in the uh, Kennedy uh, dynasty. Huh. Yeah. 
celebrities are weird. Yeah. Um, so, so you can connect Mario directly to the Kennedys now. If you, you can. To. Yeah. Maybe. And also Kevin Bacon, probably, because, yeah. like, I mean, everyone is connected to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Man, that's a game I haven't played in a long time. I mean, we could probably technically, us in this room can be connected to Kevin oh, Bacon. Oh, yeah. We got a big in with, uh, with, Lloyd Kaufman, you can well, definitely Lloyd, Lloyd Kaufman. Uh, I was also thinking a uh, guy I went to high school with, and we hung out a, a, a few times. Patrick, you remember Patrick? Yeah. He, I mean, he did acting. He was in. Um, he was an extra in Kimmy Schmidt, which can probably you could probably at that point trace Ellie Kemper back to <laughs> Kevin can, Bacon. So, so you technically can trace Ellie Kemper back to some stuff. All, that's all, for sure. You could trace her back to all kinds of things, apparently. <laughs> But uh, we're not going to get into I that. Mean, I uh, I went to school with a girl named Emily Fitzpatrick, who was in that movie uh, with um, Justin Timberlake about time. Oh, yeah. Butterfly effect? No. No, no that's Ashton Kutcher. That's Ashton Kutcher. I'm way out of line on that one. And then uh, it's the one where he has like the timer on his yes. on the forearm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and she was also in that movie. The sequel to The Collector, The Collection. Nice. And she was in a, I want to say a Smash Mouth music video. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. So, what we're saying is, we're basically celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our Kevin Bacon number is probably smaller than yours. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that means something for sure. For, oh, yeah. Our Bacon number. Yeah. Mm, bacon. Mm-hmm. All right, some other stuff. Let's see. Uh, we actually have some fighting game news. Yeah, we actually have a couple. Which, I mean, I guess I'll be doing a lot of the talking on this <laughs> I mean, one. it is definitely more your wheelhouse It, it than is anything. a little bit. So um, they uh, announced, uh, they showed off uh, Project L, which is the uh, League of Legends based, or I guess technically the Runeterra, <laughs> the, the fighting game set in the Runeterra video game universe. Uh, it's the League of Legends fighting game that we've been um there have been rumblings about here and there for the last couple of years. Rumblings. Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know what? They showed off a little bit of the game. They had a, um, a good six minute video with uh, two of the project leads who, as it turns out, are the guys who created rollback net code, the good net code, the, 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 the way that you play fighting games online where it doesn't break and is constantly <laughs> awful. Um, but so it, they've never worked on a Nintendo project. No, never. <laughs> Not even <laughs> once. They've never worked on a Nintendo project or ver or uh, uh, Tekken or <laughs> or Street Fighter, you know, any the of the big ones outside of Morka. Yeah, but uh, you know what? It's a uh, it's a two v two tag style game, very reminiscent to some of the older uh, Marvel. Marvel baby. It's Marvel. When's Marvel baby? No, uh, <laughs> Marvel versus Capcom, and. Um, you know, having no attachment to any of the characters in it. I mean, I'm sure there are people that saw it and like, oh, my God, it's it's the blue hair with the shark, shark, <laughs> bazooka. Gun, shark bazooka and that guy that just looks like a big knight or whatever. His name is Big Knight. Big Knight. <laughs> big McLarge Huge, the knight. <laughs> having no attachment to the characters. It looks like a solid game. Yeah, it looked good. It looked really, really good. Um. I keep hearing that League of Legends, t the Netflix show is good. Oh, uh, the Arcana or whatever, yeah, Arcane or something. But, but the game puts such a bad taste in my mouth that I just, I don't want to, do not interact. See, that is the thing. I I am just 
I am salivating over the idea of how toxic the uh, League of Legends fighting game community is going to be because fighting game communities <laughs> can be toxic to begin with. Also, League of Legends communities are incredibly toxic. It's like the toxic. There is an entire uh, Twitter account called Scrub Quotes. That is nothing but quotes that uh, people from fighting game tournaments have said over the years that are just bad takes. <laughs> I mean, there's an entire term for, in fighting game called Johns where you basically, if you lose a bunch of games, you blame, oh, no, this isn't my controller. I'm feeling I have an upset stomach. This is bad. It's not my fault. I'm actually really good, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but mixing those two communities together, especially because the, the project L is going to be, uh, free to play with, uh, so any old with, free, can get in uh, there. with, uh, with paid for, um, microtransactions, I think they're, I have a feeling they're going to go the, um, uh, killer instinct, um, reboot route where, which is how league of legends itself, where works. you, you buy the characters like the gate to download the game is free and you get a free, the game rotates what playing care playable characters are usable week to week. But if you want to pay, you you pay to unlock the characters. And I'm sure there'll be times. I'm sure there'll be skins, this, skins, that, battle man. passes, optional colors, boost, that sort of thing. Yeah. Stages, all that stuff. The other fighting game is um, one I'm not as familiar with. Uh, I mean, even less so than League of Legends. It's uh, called DNF Duel. It is a dungeon fighter online fighting game and uh i guess it's a korean uh rpg is that yeah, right MMO. it's a korean like a mmo, up MMO it, oh, okay gotcha I, it's an old it's old game up there with like maple story gotcha but it is ragnarok it, but yeah. it is in essence a dungeons and dragons fighting game yeah uh, like basically uh your characters are not named characters they are the whatever class the whatever class system from that original game you have one fighter, one monk, one gunslinger, whatever, you know, I'm not sure what they would do with the cleric in a fighting <laughs> game, but you know, I mean, if it was like a D and D cleric, I mean, they I can guess, fight. Yeah, yeah that's the true. Battle cleric. That's true. That's true. But uh, yeah, I mean, it also looks good. This one's actually being worked on by Arxis who do the, well, they do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, <laughs> Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue and the uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, the Persona one, the Persona one, the Persona Fighter one is actually really good. Um, I've heard Fighters like Dragon Ball Fighters is good. I just never played it. Fighters is okay, but it's um, there are too many Goku's and Goku adjacent. Oops, all Goku's. Yeah, the game is literally oops all. I Goku. mean, yeah. Do you want regular Goku, Super Saiyan Goku? Super Ultra Saiyan God Goku, Ultra, uh, Ultra Instinct Goku, Goku Black, Young Goku, Vegeta, who is basically Goku, Gogeta, who is basically Goku and Vegeta together. Well, yeah, Bardock, Goku's dad, Goku's dad. Uh, uh, what's his name? The green-haired one, who is basically Big Goku, Brawly. Brawly. There are two versions of Brawly. Well, yeah, there's the there, there's old Brawly and then there's Canon Brawly. Yeah. There's, you know, yeah. I miss back in the day of like the original Budokai game mm. where you had one character and then you could spec out your transport, your, 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 uh, transformation powers. Mm. So you just had Goku. And if you wanted to be like Super Saiyan 2 Goku, you had to have like that thing slotted or whatever, instead of just making every form its own character, which right. is stupid. Yeah. Okay, so we have a couple of quick hits here. Uh, let's see. What do you think? 
Koji Pro. Let's talk about Kojima Productions. Yes. Hideo Kojima of Metal Gear Solid and Death Stranding. Death Stranding fame, yes. He, his company has started another branch to make TV shows and movies, which is what he wants to do anyway, so he might as well go He has wanted it. to make movies as long as he's been making video games. Yeah. And that is very apparent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, his games are incredibly wordy. Yeah, I... I am curious to see how this goes because it is going to be both the best and the worst yeah. thing. Because his video games are bad movies. They are they are bad movies with way too much dialogue and very heady concepts. Yeah. And I am curious. I am just dying to see how they squeeze. He's so, like, how would you turn Death Stranding into a two and a half hour, three hour movie? Yeah. You how, can't. How do you make a movie out of a 20 minute codec conversation? Yeah. There's, I mean, they... The movies are going to be 90% exp- expiratory dialogue um, and just filled to the brim with like double and triple entendres <laughs> yeah. and references to things. Or like in Metal Gear 5 uh, or no 4. Metal Gear 4, they have just hours long conversations. And while you do that, you get to like look at eggs cooking. Yeah. <laughs> well, need I remind you? In, in Death Stranding, the S in Strand stands for Strand. <laughs> of course it does. Yeah, because, you you know, you strands, you tie them together that's to the, make knots. That's the genre That's where you bring them the together. Game. And also it's a last name. And also... It's, the, it's a, the genre of the game. It's a strand game. It's a strand game. Yeah. And... Strand is also an acronym, and the S in Strand stands for Strand. <laughs> but he's going to make a movie. And oh my God, it's going to be horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be wonderful and horrible. It's going to be the best bad movie. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be different. Oh. oh and what, it's going to have Norman Reedus in it, probably. Oh, without a doubt. Okay, question. Will Is Norman Reedus the right choice to play, what's his name from uh, um, Police Knots? Oh. Because... I could see that being turned into a movie. Yeah. Oh, I'd see a police knots movie like right now. Yeah. But will Norman Reedus be be the uh, uh, Mel Gibson? The Mel Gibson because it's basically police knots is lethal weapon in space. Yeah. Yeah. That I think that'd work fine. Yeah. Why not? Matt Mickelson would have to be in there somewhere because why not? Yeah. yeah. They could do. He could do Snatcher too. Oh, he could do. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. I don't know. Just I think of like all the concepts that are like, because most of my Kojima like exposure comes from the Metal Gear games. Mm-hmm. They're basically just Japanese Tom Clancy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to yeah. put it. Like you, when know, you have you, a three hour movie and two, and two hours is going to be one guy talking about how much he hates nukes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's the Kojima experience. <laughs> the DARPA chief had a heart attack. What's going on, Colonel? And then a fat man on roller skates comes in and he's got bombs. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and, and there's a vampire, but he's not really a vampire. But robot robot man in stiletto heels using his si- samurai sword to cut up everyone. And he's got milk for blood. Yeah. Or or uh um your uh Alaskan native minigun guy. Yeah. <laughs> your your sniper has to wear a bikini at all times, but it's okay because she's photo she she has photosynthesis and that's how she eats oh. and breathes and breathes. Oh, quiet! Ah, it's the worst. You know what? I give 
I give Kojima all the credit in the world, but Quiet was like the worst decision he's ever made, bar none, as a character. I mean, yeah, he always has like some kind of like, you know, quote unquote, sexy female character in his games. Yeah. You had like Sniper Wolf and you had Boss in Metal Gear Solid 3 and then Quiet. Oh, Quiet was... Quiet is like, I hate everything you stand for, but also my lizard part of my brain is going, ooh, sexy lady. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Snake, do you believe love can bloom on the battlefield? It's just like one of my Japanese animes. (laughs) Freaking Otacon. Uh, All right, uh, Kirby is uh, up for a Grammy, like the little pink puffball. Yes, the pink boy Kirby. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently, an arrangement of a song from a Kirby game, uh, it's a Meta Knight theme, Mm -hmm. is nominated to receive a Grammy. That's awesome. Which begs the question, does Kirby accept the Grammy or does Meta Knight? Well, I think Meta Knight will grab it, but Kirby will eat it off the stage. So he'll be like, I'm gonna let you finish, but... Yep, that definitely. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. And then the power he gets is mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, then, yeah, Kirby will use the microphone and then everyone in the room will die. Yeah. (laughs) Or vanish. Vanish. I mean, it's it's fine. I mean, I like to see video game music getting, you know, it's proper. Yeah. Some of the the best, most intricately composed music is from video games. Like, give it credit. Absolutely. The entire time we were like, Talking about Kojima and stuff, I had like the different arrangements, like from like Metal Gear games playing in my head, like those real soulful, like oh, yeah, yeah. or any song from any Castlevania. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! In at the end of like season two of Castlevania on Netflix, and they played uh, "Bloody Tears." Oh yeah, that is like one of my favorite scenes ever. And I love that they saved it for a good, they saved the Castlevania music for just the right moment to just <laughs> completely blow your mind. Awesome. Oh, it was the best. All right. Well, hey, we have actually hit time. So let's go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Patreon, and now TikTok <laughs> at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com or give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, 586-372-8020. Leave us a message and we might play it on the show. And don't use the phone number to sign up for a Robinhood account. That's that's bad. Did they? Did someone do that? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, uh, that's just excellent news. Uh, you can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. See ya, Space Cowboy.